مرحبا ويلكم تو ذا حبيبي ستري جيم ديفلوبرز درينكينج جود ارب تي توداي وي هاف ا فيري سبيشال نوت بي جي 13 سيف ابيسود سو بيفور وي انتروديوس اور سيلفز هايد يو كيدز هايد يو بيبل ذس ذس جيم ناستي ميبي بروبابلي ام يور هوست فور توداي فوزي مزمو انا مرام اسماعيل I'm Anissa Sanusi. And this is why. We this is why. Get... This is why. Before she opens her mouth. Yeah, we just want to make sure that <laughs> it's clear. We need to make sure that everybody's been tucked in. Yeah. Put the kids to bed, close yeah. the door, lock it in. Noise canceling headphones. <laughs> make sure no audio bleeds through. This is, this is going to get real. Can I curse you? You can. You can yeah. go straight up. That's okay. It. Ramadan Mubarak fuckers. There we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Subhanallah. Subhanallah. <laughs> it is Ramadan. It is Ramadan. We have a very special halal haram episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is very odd timing for this episode, I must say. But hey, all, all expressions of Ramadan welcome. Uh, hey, Anissa, describe the scene for people listening. <laughs> so we are in very sunny, no, extremely rainy London. We are up in uh, Fauzi's uh, hotel room, which is on the what feels like the 50th floor. And you've been climbing upstairs. Bless Rami, who has been fasting. Fasting. It's good for exercise, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm going to look so fit. I like a view and like it's good for my knees. <laughs> I don't think it's good for your knees. I think that stops being through at, at like 30 we're, years Yeah, away. we're all above 30. This is just oh, pain. Oh, no, I got this wrong. <laughs> that explains a lot. Oh, like I, it, it hurts when I sit down. It and hurts when I, when I exist. And when I stand up. Yeah. And when I do most things. No, but at least it was done like, one, we're just watching out of this window and the amount of rain that's coming through every possible pipe that you can see outside is just disgusting. Honestly, I complain a lot about Swedish weather, but I love it in comparison to English weather. <laughs> Because like, you know, in Sweden, it's cold and it snows, but it's never like windy in your face, rain yeah. like that all the time. I could deal with snow. I could do with cold. But when it's rainy, what can you do when it's raining? Rain, rain is bad. Well, you don't come here for the rain, do you? No. So why come, are you here? I come here for beautiful people, <laughs> for nice for nice people and for the famous English food. Yeah. You know, I, I love English food. I, I I gotta say though, I think Fauzi has a specific sensitivity to, to rain because he used to have this car. Yes. I think you talked about it. Oh my God, the, yes, you cruise. just, you yes. just. It's this old trauma. You just identified my trauma. This is why I look at the rain and I just imagine myself in my car broken down again. So I need to push it outside of the road. For, for those of you who weren't here at the start of this podcast, some of the earlier episodes, Fauzi talks about his amazing magical first car. <laughs> which was an amazing car, except for if there was even a single drop of rain, it would just stop. Just stop. Just stop. Stop where it is, and then it leaves me stranded. <laughs> In the middle of Jordan. I used to, like, you know, cancel uh, cancel events. Like, you want to come out and have dinner? It's like, it might be raining tomorrow, so I might not be able to go home. <laughs> I don't think you should send it to a mechanic, but, like, to a therapist. I think there's, like, deep... <laughs> issues there yeah. that you need to unpack. Yeah. Yeah. He just immediately got nervous as soon as the first raindrop started. You could see him start sweating. It wasn't the rain, it was just sweat. I never tried a therapist. I did try 20,000 mechanics. Right. <laughs> And none of them knew what's wrong. Well, all of them knew what was wrong, just none of them were right. Did any of them ask the car, like how, how the car's doing, how they are feeling? You know what? They just assume. Exactly. That's the problem. That's the That's problem. It. They just assume. But in addition to good weather, I'm also here for uh, an event that's happening around London. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, it seems like all of us are here for different events, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's London Games Week, I think. Yes, kind of like Melbourne International Games Week. And uh-huh. So basically for the entire week, there's just stuff happening. Just games, games, games. I feel like I'm feel like finding out about a different event happening at a different part of London every day. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a, I think and it's not, it's not organized in such a way where you would know that there's more. I'm here for WASD and mm-hmm. then something called In the Game. Okay. I have no idea that. I've before. never heard about In the Game before. I'm What's not that? sure what In the Game is. Yeah. <laughs> and she's the local. Ne- neither do I. I just I just got called to do a talk. So, <laughs> um, it's been it's it's a lot. There's a lot happening at once. It's yeah. nice because yeah. you know London, good people, occasionally good food. Um, <laughs> I feel like Rami one day is gonna have his like surprise birthday party. Right. Because he's going to get called to do a talk somewhere. And then he's going to go in and be like, surprise! surprise. Yeah. That would be a really good way to throw a surprise party for me, to be honest. It's like, hey, you have to be here on the 30th of October. He's like, okay. We got your flight, we got yeah. your hotel, and yeah. then you walk into the hangar and it's full of friends. And, and an airplane. And an airplane. Nice. Yes. Uh, let's do it. That'd be a good birthday oh, party. Oh, that'd be such a good birthday party. Put like in a cake on the wing of the plane. I already feel like yeah. it's my birthday. I already feel like it's my birthday and it's not even my birthday. But it'll be like a giant cake and Osama just pops out of it <laughs> and ah. gives everybody like chocolate uh, chocolate and sugar covered hugs. Oh. Yeah. I, we're like, that sounds awesome. Happy birthday, Rami. Yeah. 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 That, <laughs> sounds exactly. right. yeah. that sounds about right. Oh, I miss Osama. Yeah. I miss you too, Osama. I'm always here and you're not here. Yeah, she's she's our Osama backup. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> it's because you and I we meet in like a European event, and I right. say is usually here at European events. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Perfect. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't make it to GDC, which also has happened by now. You and I didn't make it to GDC. Both of us didn't oh, make it. To GDC. I didn't oh, make it. Yeah, actually. I know. Wow. We sent Osama on his own. Osama was our was our was I hope our he's messenger, okay. <laughs> our harbinger, just going ahead to to let them know about the Habibis. Yeah, no. So none of us can really talk about GDC. Yeah. Yeah. No, no not really. It, it was a thing that happened and we were not there. Yeah. I know that Osama did an amazing talk. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Osama spoke. Osama it was spoke. great. He had a couple of talks at least. Yeah. yeah. He seemed busy. He's always busy. That's true. <laughs> That's true. It's like true. he got to have like an Arab overachiever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like, how can I pile more stuff on me? Oh, and he did that talk about burnout. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do not overcommit, he says in his sixth talk. Slide number one. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too... You're, just, you're just describing yourselves at this right. point. Right, <laughs> at, this, at this point. Exactly. It's not three Habibi, it's just the one person. Yeah, right. yeah. three three identical over. Three different accents. One of them just had the high pitch. No, we no, four. Four over Four Habibis. Well, I try, I try, you know. Yeah. You're not trying. You're like, dude, <laughs> that's not a try. If that's a try. I, Anissa has so many things going on at every given moment of her life that I'm just, I'm shocked that she's like standing. I, I, yeah, I can't keep up sometimes. <laughs> well, did you ever talk about the stuff that you're doing here on the podcast? I don't think you have actually. Mm, I don't think so. I can't remember, to be fair. Yeah. Like... The things you're doing or what you said on the podcast? <laughs> oh, there. The things you said on the podcast, is better for everyone if you forgot. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> so, some of these things like, you know, left some listeners in some trouble. I mean, to be fair, you do, you do cut out some, some of the, the worst things. So. <laughs> Not this time. I don't have time. So it's just really going, whatever we're saying right now is going to go live wow. on, on the podcast. Okay, wow. I have to listen. So, you know, whatever shit we say is going to be there. No, but I think you've never talked to people about limit break. Yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about Limit Break, actually. Yeah. 
So um, I guess this year is quite special for for me because um, some of you might not know, but I run a nonprofit called Limit Break, Limit Break Mentorship, and it's a mentorship program where we help underrepresented people in the games industry to get matched with those with experience. And this could be people who are already in the industry or those who are wanting to get into the industry. And uh, this is our fifth year. And last year on our fourth year, it was also our biggest year. We had like 1,100 people. Wow. Yeah. It keeps getting bigger every Amazing. year. Amazing. Yeah. How do you keep up? 1,000 people. That's a lot of people. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's really exciting because it's mostly like word of mouth. Like we don't, we don't have a huge like ad campaign or anything. Mm. We basically just tell people and other people tell people. And a lot of the legwork is from past mentors and mentees. You know, most of them say like, oh, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Limit Break. Or like, we hired someone new through Limit Break, you know, things like that. And nice. Yeah, it just spreads by itself. And I am just trying to <laughs> figure out how to like manage it. But also, because of how big we got, like we have way more people who are, you know, who benefit from the program and really want to give back. Mm -hmm. So our volunteers, um, our team of volunteers is the biggest this year as well. And oh my gosh, they are they're the fucking best. Like they are like a well-oiled machine. They just know, you know, when you put a room full of like overachievers, right. and you, yeah, just give them a Familiar. brief, yeah, and then they just go like they go ham. Like yeah. can I say ham? It's Ramadan. Yeah. Stuff for a lot. <laughs> well, you could say ham, but then yeah, yeah. they they go lamb. <laughs> Subhanallah. It's haram to eat, but I'm pretty sure you can still talk yeah. about it. <laughs> Like, I mean, if you want to tell people that it's harm, you need to mention it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Don't eat the, uh, I can't say what it is. At this point, it's like doing a good segue. Yeah. You do, when you say harm, um, we're just going to say stuff for a while. We're going to move on. Just in case. Just in case. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's um, cool. How many years now again? This is our fifth year. Half fifth a decade. Year. Wow. Half a decade. I remember when this was the thing you were starting. <laughs> yeah that's wild yeah i think I, when i got to know you you just started this yes yes yeah. that was when i was still like you know it was just literally like a, a single google doc file like of yeah. what the structure was going to be like and i have no fucking clue of how i was supposed to like do this but you know the more like the more you talk to people the more you reach out and then that's when you realize if somebody resonates with their idea they are more than willing to help you mm -hmm. like i think my fear was that i didn't have anything to to offer like i can't pay you i don't know how to repay you you know in in mon monetary or service i have no idea but they're like no like we want this to happen so we're right. gonna we're gonna give you our our efforts and time and things like that and That's so yeah cool. and so, it's also because you know it's not it's not for you. They're not helping no. you. They're helping you help others. Yeah. I think that's so much e like for so many people, that's so much easier to sort of like commit to because it's not, it's not that they don't want to help. It's that they don't know how to help and mm. you're giving them the way to do it, yeah. which somebody creating that structure is so valuable. That's what a lot of people want to do, really. Yeah. Like everybody was like, do you want to help out? Do you want to talk to a student? Do you want to, you know, mentor somebody coming in? Everybody was like, yeah, what, how can I do yeah. it? Yeah. Like, how can I do stuff like that? Yeah, I think running Limit Break has made me realize like everyone's really busy, you know, all the time, but the, the will to help is there. As long as you give the structure, just tell them, yeah. how do I show up? Where do I do it? Who do I talk to? If you get all that ready, they, they show up and they do it. And, you know, that's, that's kind of how we've been doing it for the last five years. Yeah, that's super cool. That's super cool. Here's to five years more. Yeah, here's to a decade of yeah, yeah. But that's not like the only achievement Anissa has had. No, Anissa's going hard this week. This she's going, going, she's yeah. going ham. Oh. Stuff for a while. Right. 
So we are like, uh, at least Anissa and I are here for, well, she's here per perpetually. <laughs> I'm just visiting. I am based in, in London, yeah. yes. Based in the UK. Now, uh, we, there were the BAFTAs happened last night. I heard about that. Yeah, the yeah. BAFTAs happened last night. I Did missed you? that um, because I was here for a while. So I was like, there's probably nothing else happening. That was a mistake. That was super, super cool. For me, like uh, any celebration of video games is always fun to yeah. see. But also it's like the, the, the room had so much talent under one, one, one roof. It was kind of wild. Gosh, yeah. The BAFTAs is essentially our version of the Oscars. Like everyone yeah. gets really, really excited for it. You know, we all, yeah. we've been planning our outfits like months in advance. And uh, <laughs> but and I have. So. And here I show up. Yeah. They're happening? Oh, yeah. can I get a ticket? No? Oh, you're full. Okay. Well, it was one of the rare occasions I had to wear a suit. Yeah. And I got a bow tie in. I even like Googled how to really properly yeah. put a bow yeah. tie on. No, I remember when, when I was there for the first time, they said, what was it? What is the dress code? It's like black, tie. black tie. Black tie. And I was like, what? What, what is that? What does that mean? Yeah. I had no idea. I was like, three years into the games industry, I hadn't worn a suit since like my uncle's wedding, like 15 years earlier or something. So. It, I had no idea. It, yeah, some people do buy suits specifically for the Baptist just because they've never owned one. Mm -hmm. And I think that's good. Like, we need to give nerds the, the chance to dress up once yeah, in a while. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Everybody looked great yesterday. Oh, yeah. It was like, you know, unlike the usual game dev event in which, like, people are like in hoodies and, and game yeah. dev t shirts and sneakers. I think BAFTA is one of the only things in games that really, like, affords it that yeah. way because BAFTA is also such an old institute, right? It's, it's not yeah. a games thing. It is this huge media institute in the UK that, that represents film and, and music and all sorts of things, but also has included games for like mm -hmm. a, a decade at this point, yeah. Like yeah. Even, which is wild. Like that doesn't have, like there's no equivalent to it anywhere else. And we can try in games, like, you know, Jeff Keighley can say like, put on a suit. Yeah. You might, the Dice Awards might say, put on a suit. You might, but the BAFTAs, you just don't show up. Yeah. Yeah, not looking your. Best. You have to. You, you know, have like, to. Yes. You don't. You're not paying the place yeah. the respect. Almost. Yeah. And it kind of is like you know, it's like the game awards are cool and all, and it's another moment that everybody gets together. But it's still like you know, it's this thing where you're like, you're there's trailers, there's sponsors, there's. It's a commercial event mm -hmm. as well as it's uh, uh, a recognition event. And yeah. BAFTA seems to be a lot more focused on the awards themselves. Yeah, speaking of like one of the many things that I do, I'm actually officially a BAFTA Games Committee member this mm -hmm. year. So what that means is that to be uh, a part of the BAFTA, you have to be a, to be a member, right? So it is a paid membership. Mm -hmm. And once you've been in BAFTA for a while, uh, we do these things where you have to kind of vote for people um, within the membership to be a part of a committee that becomes like the mediator between the members and the BAFTA board. And, you know, that's how we talk about like what kind of programs we want to see, what, what we see BAFTA do more of and things like that. And I've been voted to be in the committee. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. So I can say like just being, you know, being able to see behind closed doors, I, I can't, I can't talk too much about it, but like BAFTA really genuinely do care about how we celebrate video games. Mm -hmm. You know, That's cool. there's a very fine balance between being too, like too much, too much advertising and how do we like showcase not just the video games, but the developers, the streamers, the audience, mm -hmm. young people who want to get into it. There's yeah. so many like facets to, to BAFTA. Like you can't, it's not the one thing, right. but the BAFTA Game Awards is the thing, right. you know, that everybody looks forward to, like, in the year. So it is, yeah. like, the big event. I'm just, I can't be, I can't help but just be very jealous of BAFTA because they have so many amazing programs as well. Yeah. Like they've got the, the, they've got, like, programs for, like, younger developers joining the industry. 
they they support the industry in like various ways throughout the year, not just for the awards, not just for the it's like an actual institute, an actual media institute doing that. When in the Netherlands we get like, do you want a corner at like the cinema festival? And it's like there's no there's no real intent to help games as much as just like try to make sure that the other things don't fall behind. So yeah. we just kinda get like, you also be there. Well, it feels with BAFTA is like actually sort of like a vertical, like it's like mm-hmm. a full vertical in the organization where it's like, okay. What does games mean in the context? And that's just, I don't know, I'm just so incredibly jealous. And you, as part of your committee responsibilities, you also do the jury stuff. Yes, so I chair some of the juries for our awards. And this year I chaired two juries mm-hmm. for the first time. And <laughs> She um... starts with not just one, but two. No, no, two. she's, she's <laughs> overachiever, come on. Overachiever. Uh, yes, and it, it, it is, yeah, so... Judging for for the for the BAFTAs, um, I've been doing that for for a few years now. But mm. chairing it is a whole different experience because as a chair, I don't give my own opinion. I am the neutral party, so I make sure that everybody has a say. Like all of the um, people, the jurors in the um, in the jury. <laughs> but also, I also have a say of who I get to pick on those juries. And one of the things I really wanted to make sure, at least for this year, that I'm on the board is that I want to have. A jury that is as diverse as possible and mm-hmm. i don't mean that just in terms of like uh, gender diversity but i want geographical diversity as well so um i'm so proud to say that my jury was like from all over the world i mean it was like scheduling hell to try to get <laughs> to get someone from uh, we had someone from australia we had someone in japan we had someone in south africa and um, the different time zones of America, Canada, of course, UK, and I was in Malaysia at the time. Oh my god! Yeah, what a nightmare. But <laughs> it, we we made it work, and it was one of the best juries that I've ever been in. And uh, you know, the results for it, you know, the results of the the the, the BAFTA awards just kind of speaks for itself. I think everyone's quite happy with it. I but, I have to admit, I missed it. So I don't know who won what. And I, I, like, just give me, give me, what's the cliff notes? We can fill you in well, on some of these things. So, Fauzi, so, <laughs> why are you here at the Baptist? <laughs> well, one of the juries that uh, Niso was talking about, I was actually taking part of. As, nice. Uh, and uh, we were, uh, we were uh, in the Games Beyond Entertainment category. Which is my favorite category. Oh my god, that category is so good because any game that wins in that thing, we all win. So like, I'm happy for like whatever the result is. They're all fantastic games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of like diversity, like I think games beyond entertainment is one of the few categories that you just have like some huge AAA big budget games to Mm -hmm. like you know I want to say call it indie AA (laughs) to like the smallest mobile game, and they're all being just in the same one category because you know it's about how it's about how games can touch. A person beyond just entertainment right exactly yeah. right and the thing is like you know i was playing these games uh for the category a lot of them i've played when they came out some of them i didn't and then we have a uh, habibi's recording and they're like what games have you been playing and then i'm talking about these games as well yeah so it was very easy for me when like the jury discussion happened i'll be like i can just play back what i was just saying right because <laughs> i like i've been talking about these games i loved every single one of them um, Endling ended up winning. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful! That part. Oh, Remember, we yeah. spoke about yeah, yeah, that yeah, on yeah. the podcast yeah. before. Yeah. So usually we deliberate on each game for quite some time, but yeah. Endling was the was the most like no notes, great game yeah. kind of conversation right. that we had. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just like everyone just like flat out. You know, people were crying, like talking about the story and all that. I said like I, I couldn't. I had to turn it off because I was like <laughs> my heart was breaking because yeah. like I, I couldn't save like one. Of my, uh, I'm sorry, PTSD yeah. from <laughs> losing my cubs. 
But yeah, but interestingly enough, both me and Fauzi, uh, we both got nominated. Yeah, we were nominated. Yeah. So I had no idea, like, uh, because like all the nominations come out on the same day. So right. I was like, I'm on the jury for this other category, and then when the nominate, so I'm checking to see like how the nominations are coming out for the categories that we're on. you were judging and then i saw that we yes. uh, you know my rabbit sparks of hope got nominated for best family games i'm like what so now i'm going yes. for two reasons right. <laughs> yeah and my game that i worked on rollerdrome was nominated in best british game wow. yeah again because we take we, we take these things so seriously like i have no idea that we were even in the long list yes right. yeah. yeah yeah so yeah. we make sure there's no conflict of interest yeah that's important that's yeah super important with these yeah. things because every time i tell people oh, i'm on a committee it's like, oh i'm nominated like hmm and i was yeah. like no 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 like we, we take that seriously so i had no idea until they right. announced it and that's usually the most difficult thing for me to be in a jury and i think for all of you guys is because it's hard for us to be in a category with games that we don't know anyone on yeah. the teams yeah uh i don't know how that worked out but in that particular category it did but in other ones that would have been a... i mean in a lot of juries i'm on where, where that is a thing like usually i'll either have conflict of interest with all the games which sort of like <laughs> evens it out or i just uh, you know you 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 don't vote for yeah. specific games and then your vote counts as neutral yeah which oh so for us uh for bafta we take it so seriously that if if there is a conflict or you right. it, or even if you don't even play like one game out of the entire um, catalog you can't participate at all right like, you're kicked yeah. out that's yeah. how serious they take that, it i mean that that's also a good way of doing it i think for a lot of for a lot of people in games that gets very hard very quickly because yeah. I, I mean Fauzi and i and, and you too we know developers around the entire planet and like for a global award that might be for a British award. It's, it sounds even harder because it's quite an insular, it's yeah. an insular community here. Yeah. yeah, but it's good because that it's means good. like you try to get uh, away from nepotism as much yes. as possible. Being, being very yeah. serious about that, as well. and so the diversity of jurors being very important. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So yeah. people from outside of the UK, they wouldn't be having that connection. I, and... I was really happy to hear that there was such a focus on geographic diversity. I mean, obviously, it's like a, a, a flag that I, I like waving, but hearing things like that just happening is really exciting. Well, good work. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But um, you were also nominated. I was, yes, for Rollerdrome um, and in Best British Game. And yeah. I, I swear, like, um, when we when we went to it, like, I had zero, zero confidence that we were going to win. So interestingly, so the company that I was with um, that made Rollerdrome is called Roll7. Uh, they also have a second game called Oli Oli World. Yes. And both of our games were nominated in the yeah. same category. That's true. Right. I yes. like both of these games. They're both, they're yeah, both, good both games. really good <laughs> yeah. games. So like we had like double the chances of winning something. Yes. But at the same time, because of how strong all the other games were in our category, we were just like, eh, you know what? We're just happy to be here. What were the other games? What is it? Vampire Survivor? Vampire. Vampire. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Vampire Survivors. Survivors? Survivors? Yes. Survivors. So, yeah, yeah. And then we had, uh, I don't know, what, there's a few other games. Yeah. Well, there were other games. <laughs> but, Basically, Vampire Survivors were there. That's like me in, in 2013 looking at my category and like, Minecraft is in there. Like, mm. that's going to win, right? Yeah. <laughs> and oh, Citizen Sleeper was in there as well. Oh, yes. um, yeah, loads of like really, really strong games. And uh, I think Fuzz is looking it up. Yeah, yeah, look it up. Fuzz is looking it up. Yeah. This is nice about recording in person. Is we, we can we can get these cues and like figure that out. Exactly. I don't think we could have dragged that conversation long enough for Fauzi to find yeah, it. But I found uh, it. The Citizen Sleeper, Oli Oli World, Total War, Warhammer Three. There was a two Total War game. Yeah, uh, Two Point Campus and Vampire Survivors. Survivors. <laughs> survivors. Yeah, it's yeah. multiple survivors. There's so, more. Yeah. yeah, I think we knew for a long time that um, Vampire Survivors was one of the 
heavy hitters of I mean, the year. Oh so we're God. like, well, yeah, you know, yeah. we're just happy to be nominated. Yeah. That kind of thing. I mean, technically, well, you guys ended up winning that category. We did. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Anissa's having a week, I'm <laughs> So, <laughs> like, okay, again, backstory, because I have recently left Roll7, you know, I was there as part of the BAFTA committee. But, you know, when I met up with the team, I was like, hey, on the like 0.5% chance that you like, you know, Rolodro might win. Is it okay if I, if I go up with you? And we're like, yeah, 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 sure, sure. So, okay, cool. So, you know, it happens. They're talking about the nominees and the money should come up. And then they were like, okay, and the winner is Rolodro. And I was just sat back in my seat. I was like, what? Like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I immediately sprinted because I was at the back of the fucking right. auditorium. I sprinted <laughs> to the front and my team, they haven't got up yet. They right. were still processing that right. they won. So you got the you first. Were, yeah. And I was like, first. guys, we won. Get the fuck up. <laughs> Let's go to the stage. <laughs> Amazing. That's so funny. Yeah. This is the most Anissa thing. I'm also just watching the spectrogram of the recording. <laughs> and you can literally see when Anissa speaks. It's amazing. Yes. And I got up and then, you know, obviously uh, Dre, our lead designer, he was the one giving the speech. Yeah. And it yeah, was a what a heart- beautiful speech. It was a heartfelt speech. Aww. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, our creative director, Paul Rabbit. So yeah. Paul Rabbit is the guy who um, started the concept of Rollerdrome. And it was one of those viral gifts that went um, right. um, yeah. viral on, on Twitter, yeah. right? Yeah. And then, um, and then we got the funding to create the game. So the Rollerdrome team was actually put together specifically for Rollerdrome. Right. So it wasn't an existing theme or anything. It's because of these gifts that I saw myself a long time ago. Right. And he, Paul, such a fucking baller. Paul's just like, no, I don't want to go to the Baptist. I don't give a shit. That sounds about right. That actually sounds incredibly on brand. Exactly. <laughs> so we gave him a shout out. And yeah. um, our lead artist, Antoine, um, he he couldn't join because he's currently very very ill. Mm. So we had a like very heartfelt shout out to him as well. So it was very like it was high emotions yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel like you know the the dude Andreas is like on stage, kind of choking up, realizing the moment. Like oh, like you know my entire career is leading up to this. They were a mess backstage. Yeah. It was hilarious, and um, so obviously my. <laughs> so I've got uh, my family watching the Baptist at home as well. And later on, <laughs> my mother texted me a screenshot of my face. And she, well, you know what she said? She goes like, uh, hi, sweetie. Is that you or is that someone who looks like you? <laughs> That's hysterical. And it's also, can you just imagine your family watching and you're like running to the stage before the rest of the entire you go Get over here, fucker. I'm having the best day and like the biggest dunk is coming out from your mom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She keeps me humble. Yeah, she does. Know. She does. It's 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 the way. It's uh, the way of our people. That is awesome. That is awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. That's Thank amazing. you. That was on, on all of the things, on this entire Anissa update. Little yeah. break, like yeah. almost like half a decade. Uh, yeah. stuff you guys don't come to London very often. We- you see the weather like it's not that encouraging <laughs> i mean for me like the, my the, car breaks down on the way <laughs> the um the folks on my work is just very much in emergent places so london is not really a place that needs it doesn't need much help no no Most, i'm here i'm here you, you i'm got, already got i got this place covered yeah we have and, a bad girl here she's yeah, she's yeah. got it got it taken care of well, like most places don't have the baftas and that's the place i end up going to so london is more of a like or like the UK in general is more of a like there's a nice event where I can catch up with people. So I'm usually here like twice a year. Yeah. You know, you get like Develop Brighton. Develop like, Brighton. Yeah. yeah. So and the Baptists are, are two big ones. Right. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. I felt so bad. <laughs> I just emailed them the day before. I'm like, can I still come? And they're like, no. 
I'm like, okay. I mean, when I heard you came down, I was like, oh, he's here for the Baptist. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what I thought. But like, I was, I was hoping they could still make it. I, when we were leaving, I was like, okay, like let's put, let's put on, uh, let's, let's bring a suit and a dress just in case. But like right before I got yeah. in the car, it was like, nope. I'm like, oh, yeah. you can still wear the suit, you know. It's London. Like it, yes. people wouldn't Have buy. Have you seen the weather? <laughs> you seen the weather? Also, like, I don't know. Like wearing a suit in London. Could, could, could go poorly. I, I tell you what, yesterday I got so much more respect than I usually do. Right. Just like walking around in a bow tie and a suit. And I'm thinking, what if I had eight of those and this is all I'm wearing? For, like forever. I'm always, in, I'm always the guy in the suit. Walk into like a Starbucks and they'd be like, here's your free, free coffee, sir. Yeah. People are calling me sir a lot. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the, the, bow, the bow tie. No, that's the bow tie. Yeah. That's the bow tie. That's just yeah. the bow tie. Everybody, I, I, everybody yeah. turns British when you wear a bow tie. Doesn't matter where you go. I, I was cosplaying a rich bitch with like this big fur coat and like diamond oh, I necklace. I did not see your outfit. Uh, oh, yeah. there must be a photo of She had a lot, a lot of good bling happening. Yeah. But yeah, like we, I had to pick up my my guests, two of my guests <laughs> from the hotel that I set them up. But oh my god, the more I talk, the more I feel like I was this rich bitch doing things for people. Um, but no, no. So which which your, your, your charity, which your charity, and your award, <laughs> yeah. and Through... your for like fake for outfit, and like picking up your guests at the hotel. I like, mean, naming it. It is it's quite important for me to to want to make sure that my volunteers feel like they uh you know they're appreciated. So. Um, I tend to try and bring my limit break, some of my limit break committee members to the Baptist. And oh, this nice. year I brought two, two people with me who has never been to the Baptist ever. Aww. Yeah. And they were just excited and I, I'm just happy to give them the experience. That's super yeah. amazing. That's so I have to super. pick them up. I have to pick them up at the hotel that I set them up in. Um, and we were all kind of just hanging in the lobby and the hotel, the hotel, uh, concierge was like, sorry, excuse me. I have to say. All of you look fabulous, and we're like, "Oh, thank you, darling, thank you." <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, yesterday, one of the funniest things is that, like, as I talked to a lot of people, they were like, "I was like, ah, oh, you're doing the thing with Rami and the guy with the big smiley face on Twitter." <laughs> that was one of the comments I had. <laughs> And then there was this other one who was like, do you know Rami and Osama, they have this thing, podcast called the Habibi. It sounds like you should be on it. And I'm like, I'm the third guy. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I had a I bunch mean, of times where like, I'm the third guy. I, I have to say, we've never gotten as much response on any episode <laughs> as the last one because the, your Habibi and Nuranarian impression has apparently just gone viral. It's my circles. moment in the spotlight. This was, it was. It is wild. It's my um, uh, Habibi idol moment. We are not. We're not going to top that intro for for years. I don't know. Like we had the Ramadan Kareem bitches. It's up there. It's up there. Subhanallah and Astaghfirullah at the same time. Like it's, it's an Anisa episode. It is an Anisa episode. Yeah, episode. Yeah, fuck yeah. Like, just loosen up a bit. <laughs> we ended up losing to Kirby. I mean, Kirby, my category. Was, Kirby was very Kirby was really good. good. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, like, it's the first time in 30 years that Kirby swallows a car. That's true. Yeah. How can you talk that? That's true. You can't talk The that. car was really sad because it was raining. So Kirby's like, <laughs> Kirby yeah. Kirby's like I got you. <laughs> I got you, babe. <laughs> it's true. I should have just gotten a Kirby. That yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is all the problem. Now, I'm just imagining you just, like, pulling a Kirby on the car. It's like how you would look. <laughs> Yeah. So, so like the little beard and the glasses, but just like car-shaped houses. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just 
I want I want to make concept art about that. <laughs> a car a car with like a little mustache. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With your glasses and like your smile and the beard, and like for the rest of the car. If anybody's listening and is a good artist, like please please just like send it over. And like I think like we were going through that category, and then you know it's like Star Wars, Disney. Then it's like Nintendo, Nintendo, Ninja Ten. Turtles, Kirby. That was like shit. Man. Yeah, we're done. We're done. <laughs> we're done. Let's back up. It's a, it's a difficult one. That's a yeah. difficult one. But yeah, I, I mean, mean, Kirby. I would have voted for Kirby. Honestly. I mean, I mean, you know, like I, I've, I've not had a lot of time with your game because my Switch, for some reason, just doesn't. I forget it every time I travel now. Oh no! So I, you have a Zelda coming out. What I know. Are you doing? I'm, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm horrified, but like I've, I've started on it. it it's really good. That's it's cool. good. No, I can't wait to hear what you think. Yeah, I, I can't wait to actually properly play it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I played like three quarters of Kirby. And that was, I think it's the jump they made from like the traditional Kirby formula to this. It was the first three D one. They executed mm. so well. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I it's get the it. first three D one, so it's like a big departure. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of things have never happened in the series before. So it was on my game of the year list. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, but they mind too, right? Was that? I think and yours as well. You you and I had that in common mm-hmm. when we had that. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, the Zelda looks great, by the way. Have you Did seen you the see the time? Yeah, oh yeah. my god! You know, like after, like there's this uh, there's a new power called Fuse, mm-hmm. in which yes. like you basically connect a lot of things together, so you can get a stick and fuse it with a rock, and then you have a rock on the stick. And I'm looking at this, and I go like, "What happens if I get the Master Sword <laughs> and I just fuse it with some chicken and vegetables? Right? Well, that will I make a shish kebab? <laughs> It's like you you kill enemies and heal yourself. Yeah, basically, I, I, that sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> no, I mean I love what they're doing. Like I just what a what an evolution. You know, like I think like you know in the first Breath of the Wild, there's these uh, little blowfish, mm-hmm. and like they the I forget you fill them with air. And they like they expel air and they make things float. And there were people that were just getting a bunch of them and attaching them to like logs and stuff like yeah. that and yeah. creating like a flying like a hot air balloon. Yeah. yeah. And I reckon that the dev team must have either f- that. found uh, that during development or somebody like you know show like after the game came out they looked at it and was like that's pretty rad. Yeah, let's do, <laughs> let's, let's do that. Let's. How about we put islands in the sky and we have people fly them with like blowfish boats? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks very good. I, I'm, I'm very excited for that game. I wasn't, yeah. but then I watched this and I was like, yeah. It's no, hard I'm... not to be excited for a Zelda game. Also, they've been working on this for six years. Right. Like, you know, Breath of the Wild came out in 2017. Why? Right? Why? Yeah. I'll so, be honest, though. Normally, when a game takes six years, I'm not more excited for well, it. I'm less excited for Zelda it. Zelda games, that's their cycle. Yeah. You know, I like know. so like uh, Skyward Sword was 2011. Yep. Then oh Breath of the gosh. Wild 2017. is 2017. Yeah. So, you know, like whenever a new Zelda is coming oh. out. So, like, you know, Twilight Princess was 2007. Mm-hmm. So, there was like five years? Yeah. Yeah, four years to, I, to like, you know, Skyward Sword. So, it they have long cycles. Yeah. Until, until until this presentation of Tears of the Kingdom, I wasn't. I was just like, okay, this is going to be just like Breath of the Wild, like kind of that, but more, yeah. like a little floaty. I watched this and I'm like, oh, okay, they're just going hardcore. <laughs> like, they're not... They're not just coasting. No, they never coast, man. Like, I think when you think about, like, Zelda sequels, like, mm-hmm. direct sequels, the last one was Majora's Mask. Right. You know, mm-hmm. following up on Ocarina yeah. of Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, like, Spirit Tracks following up mm-hmm. on Phantom Hourglass. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, Majora's Mask to Ocarina of Time. Huge. 
you know. Yeah. Yeah. You look at like three shots, you'd be like, oh, it's the same engine. Are they going to make a quick old yeah. Carina? And then you play Majora's Mask. Like, I've never seen anything it's, like this. Yeah. So even good. since, yeah. you know, like yeah. nobody's made a, a, something even close to like how weird and interesting Majora's Mask was. Such a good game. Yeah. And like in this game, they're like, you know, casually, let's, let's fly up to the heavens. And now there's like, you know, this Skyward Sword-like world in which you kind of need to figure out how to explore. And that's right. the part I really find interesting. Yeah. Because Breath of the Wild, like you needed to figure out how to explore on the ground. So you go like, oh, there's this hill. How can I climb yeah. it? Or there's this dragon. How can I get to this dragon right. and get something off of it? Now, if you manage to find yourself in a floating sky uh, island, you're going to look around of other floating islands and go like, how do I get there? Yeah. How can I fly even more? Right. And I'm like, these fuckers, they did it again. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So glad it's in these episodes. Yeah, yeah. These fuckers. But for me, like, you know, I've, I've nothing but admiration for, like, the, the Zelda team. They've always been incredible. And, like, like the Breath of the Wild comes out completely not only nailing open world for Nintendo redefining the first it, like, yeah. redefining it from the first go yeah. I expect nothing less like from, from I, a sequel to that I was not I, I just didn't I didn't have that feeling and then after this I'm like I'm I'm ready like I yeah. was I think the only Nintendo thing I was really excited for was the Advance Wars because I was oh, a yeah. huge Advance Wars yeah. fan oh gosh yeah but uh, now seeing this, I'm like, yeah, no, I, I, I need to start bringing my Switch to more things. Yeah, I exclusively play on my Switch. Oh. Yeah, at the moment, I'm on, I'm on like second, third run of like Fire Emblem Engage. Nice. Yeah, I start on that and I bounce off. Is it should I not bounce off? Um, if you ignore the story. Oh boy, <laughs> in a Fire Emblem game. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like not gonna lie, you know, like in comparison to Three Houses, Three Houses had a much better writing. You yeah, know, like. Twitter is all about this, where they're just shitting on it, and it's fucking hilarious to be fair. <laughs> but the the systems like is the most like um, from a UX perspective, one of the most smoothest playing um, games that uh, Fire Emblem has right. ever put out. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'll give it another go. I'll give it another go. Wow. And then Advance Wars, and then Zelda. Yeah. I'm playing a lot of Vampire Survivors, really. I it won. It won. They won two awards. They so won they won. Awards. They won best design and best game. They won that's game of the year. Game that's well deserved. They won yeah. game of the, so actually so like they won game of the year over Elden Ring mm -hmm. and God of War and games like that. So they won over uh, game of the year uh, category. You won best British game. We won best British game. So vampire vampire survivors were in our category, and we we were only in this category. So. By logic, by logic, Rollerdrome is better than Vampire Survivors, and so therefore we are. You are better game than of the year. Yeah, you are better than God of War, Elden Ring. I'm just not gonna comment. <laughs> I just leave this there. Yeah. It sounds good. That's the logic. This is the I'm most British it. explanation yes. I've ever heard of anything. I'm sorry, like <laughs> people are saying how Vampire Survivors is like a big upset for best game, but yeah. the fact that we won over them in best British game. Is a bigger upset, right? Yeah. <laughs> or maybe we're just more British. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe. It makes you wonder what the what the classification was like. What was like the jury prompt for best British games? Yeah. Like, is this the game that is the most British in sensibility? What I like about Vampire Survivors winning is that it is pure gameplay. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like saying that you know the graphics are cool, technology advancements, all of that stuff, but ultimately a game is about gameplay. Yeah, and people can't stop playing this game. You know, there's like there's purity in how this game works. I think the way they balance action and sort of like this Zen like presence in the game is just yeah, it's just really like it. That is hard. 
Yeah. It's, it, it looks so easy, right? Just put a lot of stuff on screen. Yeah. And then go through it. But like, nope, that, that is like getting that balance right and to get that to feel like a flow yeah. where you can just get lost in it for so long. Yeah. That's hard design. It is, it is, man. But I think uh, God, uh, uh, so God of War ended up winning quite a bit. They won like, five. Uh, they won five. They won best animation. That's they, fair. They won best audio achievement. Pretty fair. Uh, they won uh, EE Game of the Year. So mm. that's the only category where the public votes yeah, for the game. public votes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, what else did they win? They ended up winning best music. And I, I mean, think Bear both Curry. performers, like lead performers yes. and supporting Christopher performers. Judge ended up winning and uh, Leia Hayes ended up winning. All right, wonderful. Like, yeah, both was... amazing uh, people. Um, I was super happy. There's like, you know, fellow Dutchman, um, Horizon Forbidden West ended up winning Best Technical Achievement. Uh, incredible. Which like, like, you know, I was hanging out with those guys uh, at the after party and I was telling them like, for the game to look this good and to run this well, you guys Both. are doing some kind of voodoo magic. Have you yeah. seen the tweet that went viral from uh, Young Barcelona Bake about how the water, like the, the shore water shader works yeah, in that yeah, game? Yeah. Like they were doing some, that's some magic. Yeah. That's 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 not technology. Yeah. That has nothing to do with technology. Yeah, it is some kind of magic that these guys putting in there. Mm. But like those guys are masters of the craft. Really so I'm is. very happy that they won at so, least one yeah. because they were nominated for way more. Yeah. They have this curse with the Horizon series where last time they released a Horizon up game, Zelda. it was up against Zelda, yeah. and then this year, and it was like the launch of Zelda was like four days after Horizon, yeah. and then this time. They launched Horizon Forbidden West, and then five days later, Elden Ring. Elden Ring comes out. And they were like, you know, we're, we're done. We're done. We give up. I no mean, worries. like, I ended up playing that game way after the fact because, right. like, it came out. Elden Ring came out. I had to put it on pause and just yeah. dedicated my life to Elden Ring. Right. <laughs> then, yeah, I never, I never ended like, up finishing Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. So I'll go back one day, but like, it's not. Yeah. It, just there's so much happening at the moment. Elden Ring ended up winning uh, best multiplayer. That's an interesting one. Interesting I've, category, right? I, I've, you know what? Okay. Yes. And best original uh, IP, basically. Best original property. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Uh, best yeah. evolving game is Final Fantasy fourteen. You know what? Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. So that, that's surprise every, anyone. It's every year to toss up between Destiny and Final Fantasy. And at yeah. this point, they're just kicking the ball back and forth. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. One of uh, your favorite games, Rami, ended up winning best debut, which is Tunic. And, oh, and artistic achievement. And best artistic achievement. Very deserved. Yeah. Very deserved. Tunic was beautiful. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's going up against like, you know, Elden Ring, God of War, Pentiment. Uh, so like, Pentiment you know, would, would have like, yeah. I mean, the other, the other certain, I think Elden Ring could have stood a chance. Because Elden there Ring are, had a very interesting, uh, the visual direction visual, is, uh, development. is phenomenal, but also it's kind of an evolution of their existing stuff. Well, yes. Tunic just felt like, Fresh. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes, and I think that's all the categories really. Like we've gone through all of them. The game game design and game of the year were vampires. Vampires. Yeah. You know what? Congratulations to that team. Yeah, I always want to give a shout out to um Citizen Sleeper and Stray. Yeah. These two games were also nominated throughout um, across multiple different categories, but they didn't sweep any of them. But also I think to be able to be nominated in more than just one category, that, that shows that it is quite a strong game. Right. Yeah, amazing I mean, game. I was nominated once for Ridiculous Fishing, yeah. and I still have that poster at home. Like the, the nomination, like that, just the BAFTAs are such an institute. Like, yeah. Just being part of it at all, whether you're being a judge or whether you're nominated or winning, like all of it is, is incredible. Yeah, it was a hell of an evening.
And the last thing I forgot to mention as a uh, narrative, uh, best narrative was also God of War. God of War. So I ended up getting like, you know, six. So yeah, big, big, big wins for the God of War. Congratulations. To all but the I feel like, you know, like a lot of people like got, uh, like it was a good spread in yeah. the awards. And who, uh, Shuei Yoshida won all uh, And yeah. The so Fellowship. The, the, the Fellowship. fellowship. Yeah. Yeah. The fellowship. He had the standing ovation. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah standing Yoshida, recognized by everybody. But, yeah. uh, honestly, the, the main reason I was sad I couldn't make it is when yeah. I heard that Shu was going to yeah. get it. Because I, I love that man. I it might so be many... still in time, so hopefully you can catch up with him. I'll send him a yeah. message. Honestly, yeah. he's like the guardian angel of video games. Like everything <laughs> he touches just becomes the biggest thing. He's a huge gamer himself. He's like from the community to the community kind of guy. Yeah, I believe it's time for me to put a doily on this. Let's put a doily on it because I'm gonna need to kick you guys out right, and resume, resume normal activities. This has been another episode of the Habibis. Join us next week for maybe inshallah, inshallah pro- maybe. probably not. To be inshallah. very frank, we'll see. You know, like Ramadan has been quite hectic, so uh, we have a very irregular programming, and I guess it's okay that way. We you know, like okay. let's not stress. We like we record the episodes when we feel it. We we do say, we do say inshallah, and we mean it. We do say inshallah as part of the contract, right. and by that it's <laughs> never binding. Um, before we sign out, Anissa, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Studio Anissa, or Instagram or TikTok, or oh, Limit Break at LimitBreak.co.uk. Wow, that was such a radio voice. Yeah, no right, yeah. What just yeah. happened? It's almost like we should have her on a podcast yeah. every now and then. I don't just swear, you guys. Like, I do <laughs> you, other you could sound, like, sound like a radio yeah. voice. Amazing, amazing. And also, I think our next episode would be the 100th one. So oh my God. We've made 100 of these. We've, we've made 100 of them. Thank well, you all so much for enduring with us. <laughs> for hanging out. Not getting tired of ourselves. Enduring stuff. 100 episodes. That's an achievement. Well, Give uh, yourself a pat on the back. But when, when we get there, we'll, we'll try and do something fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inshallah. Inshallah. Right, put Inshallah. that in the contract. We can't put be binding for this. That's all the Habibis we have for you this week. Join us sometime else, Inshallah, for more Habibis. <laughs> <laughs> but for the time being, Salam. 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 That was the Habibis podcast for this week. I am Fauzi Masmar, your host for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at Fauzi Masmar. My fellow Habibis were Osama Dorias, who you can find on Twitter at Osama Dorias, and Rami Ismail, who you can find on Twitter at THA underscore Rami. Send us your questions, stories, and suggestions via info at thehabibis.com. Intro and outro music was provided by Malik Zubela, and the logo was provided by Ibrahim Hanni. The Habibis is a weekly podcast about three game developers drinking good Arab tea with new episodes launching every Friday, inshallah. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe to your favorite podcasting service or check out thehabibis.com for more information. Thank you for listening. Salam.